We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai studio. Presented to you by your local Hyundai dealers. This is where Chicago goes to talk Bears. Sports Radio 670 The Score. Chicago's home for Bears fans. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The score! You know, I think he wants to come back now. I think he think he's ready to go right now. But I think the White Sox, all the best thing is for him and his family and health, make sure 100% he'll be okay on the field. That's the more important thing. Uh, if the White Sox was playing very poorly right now without him, people will say, wow, you know, bring Tony back, who cares? But, you know, now the team play a little bit better without him there's a lot of different opinions out there and obviously now all the song in Chicago uh, Miguel Cairo is better manager than Tony <laughs> thanks for joining us inside the clubhouse here Chicago Sports Radio 670 the score David Hall Bruce Levine here until 11 having a lot of fun talking about the White Sox and the effect that Miguel Cairo has had on this team that was a voice the familiar one of Ozzie Guillen certainly you know what Ozzie knows about managing in this town because he won a World Series with the White Sox. And he joins us now on the guest hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Ozzie, we have a lot of interesting, important stuff to discuss. But first of all, let's get to the heart of the matter. How would you describe your hat last night on NBC Sports Chicago's postgame show? That was quite a thing. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, my God. Everything you have to do for $2. And right now, you know, guys, let's start. Yeah, let me start with this conversation. I'm very proud and very happy to see Jose Cardenal in a Hall of Fame with the Cubs. Oh, my God. I know Jose Cardenal. I was a baby. I was uh, – he was one of my heroes because I grew up watching him play in Winter League with Tuburones de la Guaira. And we got together here with the White Sox. Then we see, we see each other. He's a coach with the New York Yankees. Then uh, then he coached me with uh, with Tampa, and it's so nice of the Chicago Cubs to make this man so happy, and uh, I'm very excited and, and and how people appreciate the way he did because I know Holtz and I was like 11 years old. I'm very proud and, and thank God you guys did it. Uh, talk to him before you guys talk to me. It made me realize how old I am. <laughs> you feel old geez i i i uh, jose and i go way way back and uh it's great uh that we could have him on because uh people don't know ozzy like you just talked about what a great player he was and how he was a winning type player on top of that so 
all, all that aside, I'm not surprised that he had a great impact on you. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I remember they call him Salchicha, the, the little winner. And, uh, you know, I mean, just uh, we, we spent a great time when he was with, uh, with the White Sox back in Sarasota, spring training. And uh, we spent a great time when he was with, uh, with Tampa. I got a joy to see him. And, uh, you know, I mean, you can be no more thank to God when you see a guy you grew, you grew up listening on, on radio because it wasn't even TV on it. Uh, give me an opportunity to meet him and have a great time with him. Uh, I'm very glad they did it when he's still alive. He can enjoy that moment to himself and his family. And, you know, I'm very happy today to see that happen uh, in Chicago today. Ozzy, I love the late night with Chuck and Ozzy theme you guys have done the last two nights. And certainly last night there was a lot to laugh about. There was a lot to celebrate. A five-run ninth inning, you just don't see to, expect to see that from this White Sox team, and yet they're the hottest team in the American League. We have been talking this morning. The delicate balance you have to strike now. If Tony La Russa wants to come back, you've got a team that has won eight out of 11 under Miguel Cairo. How would you approach that if you are Rick Hahn, Kenny Williams, and Jerry Reinsdorf? Well, it's just a very, very uh, tough situation. You know what I mean? Because uh, fans, all the sudden, Miguel Carter is the best manager in the game. He's been managing great, believe me. He has made make a move. I don't see the impact on players, but you're talking about game situation. He's doing a great job moving the right pieces. Uh, but meanwhile, um, now people go to say, oh, he's better than Tony. Please. Uh, it, it, it never will happen. Never. In, in the history of the game, he never will happen to be better manager than Tony. Okay, Luis, if Miguel Cairo managing April, May, June, and July, he don't make it to the All-Star break. He'd be fired. Why? Because the White Sox ball players don't what play the way they're playing right now. They're playing great. They're hitting, hitting the ball. The biggest problem the White Sox have all year long is the offense. Offense, wake up. I swing the ball better, do what they're supposed to do. And I think the reason they are where they are because they play the game the way they're supposed to be playing. And I always say they're going to win. I always say they're going to win the division. People call me crazy. I say, no, because I don't see this team playing so bad for 100 games, 162 games. All summer, it was, wow, it was a bad ball club uh, with a lot of talent. Now they they respond the way they should be responding for a long time. Now, Tony Russo can come to this ball club manager right now with his eyes closed because now – he has something to work with. It's not, you know, I mean, in the past, Tony just lose. I know Tony making horrible move a lot of time. Um, the the, the post game show is, is is something like is this man watching the same game we watch. I criticize Tony. I maybe I the one criticize Tony the most because I'm on TV right right away with the game is over. But I mean, wow, I think Tony don't have any any ammunition to go and fight because those players was very flat in the offense. Uh, you know, when you're down by one run every night, it's hard to come back and pitch and you cannot make any mistake. And uh, if Tony play, come back and play, just, uh, play the same way they play for Kyle, Tony doesn't have any problems. Okay, Ozzy, uh, my, my contention is this. Johnny Cueto was the most important player for the White Sox to keep them even on a 500 team all year. And... Uh, Elvis Andres has been the most important player by what he's done on the field and an example of what a professional player is on a daily basis to some of these guys who weren't getting the most out of their talent all year. The players-only meeting took place 
right when Tony was leaving. Uh, these guys finally got into each other's face and said, we stink. It's about time we start playing together. Your thoughts on on that and, and, and my thoughts on uh, Cueto and Andres. Oh, it's 100%. Andrew is, has been the biggest guy on the field. I don't know off the field. I don't know in the clubhouse, but I know on the field he's a leader, a real leader, not a fake one. This guy ain't worried about everybody. He just controlled traffic out there. He, he helped the pitching staff. He's playing well, got a big base hits. And the most important thing you have is Venezuelan, by the way. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I mean, Cueto, you know, you talk about a very important veteran players they go out and, and and do what they're supposed to do and we're lucky i remember when the white Sox means ta i make it you know me i, I make up you know a couple people say we they need this and i say gg one time then when this guy uh late when the oakland is late uh andrews go i call right away say man they, you guys better pick that guy up right away no matter what it is because you're not going to win the division we 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 got Garcia's playing shortstop every day and and try to pull the, uh, Gonzalez at shortstop. You need a guy, and then thank God we got him. But uh, uh, it's just fun to watch. Uh, you can see him when this Pat Henning dog out talking to, to Angle, talk to another guy about baseball. It's just something he's half fun. He got a smile on his face. And the best thing about it, he know how to play the game. That's a very important thing. And Cueto, my goodness, I signed him back. I, I guarantee you signing him back. When T.A. coming back to, to the White Sox, a lot of people think this is a T.A. T.A. Uh, club. It's not. It's not. T.A. is one of the best players the White Sox have for a long time. Uh, it's fun to watch. Uh, and, and But that right now, it's a tough situation because Andrew's playing well. And Gonzalez also playing well. How yeah. T.A. going to fix? I remember Fran Thomas. We're in the pen race. Fran Thomas is the best player, best hitter in the history of White Sox. Ever nobody gonna be getting close to that, and I benched Frank Thomas for a few days. I say, hey, I don't, I know how to play for you to play. I don't. What you want me to do? You was the manager. You I play you. You play yourself. No, because they're playing good. Okay, finally Frank back in the lineup and played very well for us, and he got hurt again. But uh, in this moment, guys, this moment you have to think of with your brains, know what your heart. And you, you hard feelings, uh, and in this in this sport, you're gonna break a lot of hearts. So you not you you thinking with your heart, that's not gonna get you anywhere. I'm not saying they get you because we don't know how to get it right now. First of all, you, you don't have a you don't have a you know even play yet. And besides that, we don't have a minor league. You can go out his on a bat on rehab assignment, and we don't know how we're gonna be playing. It's not like okay, you just show up. Just go and play when you win in the middle of the pennant race and be playing well without you. I, I think uh, T.A. had to think about that thing. And then it's a very bad problem to have, but it also is a good problem to have because people respond when T.A. Uh, is, 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 is was playing for the White Sox. Believe me, it's one of the best players the White Sox have for a long, long time. And I keep saying that. It's not better shortstop than Andrews. No way. It never will be better shortstop than Andrews. Ozzy, you've been consistent with talking about the starting pitching and how you expected it to eventually come around to be the strength again for this team as it gets off onto as it goes off on a run, and they have done just that. Lance Lynn goes today, and he has been a different pitcher the last several times out. 
Uh, Michael Kopech, I'm curious what you think because the starting pitching around Kopech as he has kind of come back from this injury situation has been so strong. Would you continue to use him in the rotation? Would you consider putting him in the bullpen? You know, when you look at the schedule with every game meaning as much as it does, how would you approach the Michael Kopech situation? I let him pitch. I let him start. See how, how far he can give me. Because all of a sudden you put him in the bullpen, you don't know. When you come put him in the bullpen, then you got to, you might have to bring him in a tough situation. You don't know how he's going to handle it. You don't know how he's going to react. Or you don't know how he's going to pitch. I just keep him as long as he can out there. Uh, I don't think the White Sox, the White Sox need him to go out there. I know a couple uh, last star he went three and uh, three and two thirds at three, but he throws the ball good. Uh, he, he, he seemed like he was healthy, and we expect that. We expect him to be in a pitch count. But hopefully next stars is going to get better. The, the situation about Kopech is just health. And when this kid is, is, is held in us, it's, it's one of the best pitchers in the game. And I will let him go. And if they make the playoff, I think they will do it. Uh, then I'll figure out to put him uh, in the bullpen. Because uh, playoff, I know it's going to be C's, Cueto, maybe Lynx. Then I put Kopech in the bullpen to resolve the problem. I put your leader in the bullpen just to resolve some problem. But uh, I think right now, your leader is not, not, it's not in my list in the bullpen. And uh, if they make the playoff right now. You're listening to the voice of Ozzy Guillen, also the voice of pre and post game on NBC Sports Chicago, all the White Sox games. And it's his fault if you haven't gotten enough sleep this year because everybody stays up to listen to Chuck and Ozzy after the White Sox games to see what uh, Ozzy's going to say, especially after losses. There's no doubt about it. Ozzy, uh, help me out with uh, Yon Mankata, okay? Here was a guy that was one of the best players in the American League, maybe in all of baseball in 2019. Five-tool player, uh, improved uh, dramatically at, at third base over the last few years. And when I watch him, I have a hard time watching him because his body language is so different. Tremendous talent. I don't question whether he's playing hard or not, but I can't tell by his body language what's going on. It seems to me sometimes that it's all shut down. Help me understand what motivates him, what makes him a good player when he is and when he isn't. Well, sometimes I want to choke him. I do. I just say he was playing for me. I, I, it's going to be Ozzy's down or... Or Moncada is down. Either one is going to be down because I'll be all over his face. But that's the way it is. Yo, you guys, I don't know. You guys remember Manny Trillo? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of it's a, it's just kind of saying attitude, hero bank type, and people don't understand that. You see, he hit a home run a couple of days ago. He just even celebrated. He just checked people's hands and continued to work. But when you see him struggle the way he is, I talked to him personal, and he's just very, very upset by himself because he's he know his struggle. It's embarrassing because it's struggle. But when you see struggle plus the way it is, plus the body language, first thing comes to your mind is like, man, get this kid out of Chicago. Get this kid out of here. But you, knowing him, is very difficult to see him play when he struggle like that because you just want to go through the TV and choke him. And I did tell him. I, I said, I say, listen, bro, no matter what you do from April to right now, People don't go to care. They go to care what you do from now to the end of the season. You got the opportunity to make to help them to get to the playoffs. 
But uh, you're right. You're right. I think 90% of the fans and 90% of the people watch White Sox baseball every night. Uh, I bet you one point they say, I wish I can choke that kid. I wish I can beat the crap out of him. And it's, it's, it's not a good thing. No, it's, to be honest, he's my friend. But I'm I'm right. I'm I'm his biggest fan, but also I'm the, his biggest hated because I hate the way I I, I had to learn how, to to know how he is. You know, what I mean, it's not the guy going to show you any emotion, but in the meanwhile, when you show you not show emotion uh, and, and 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 you play the way you play, you see, like it really you don't really care about it. You know what I mean? And and I, I hope I hope you start playing good. Like you got a great one of the greatest game anybody can have in baseball uh, two nights ago. Last night is over four, over five, and that's that killed me because I think this kid, his talent is out there. He just got to get the best, the best out of his talent. Is so far, I don't think it's going to happen. Hopefully for the next fifteen, twenty days, his talent come up because they need that kid to start playing better in the in the stretch. Ozzy, before we let you go, I really want to get your opinion on this. Forget the debate for a second of what to do with Tony and whether or not he should or shouldn't. When you talk about Miguel Cairo, the last 11 games, he takes over unexpectedly. He's the acting manager. He's in the decision-making chair. He's made some really good decisions. But in your mind, knowing what he's going through on a daily basis, knowing what he's going through in-game, what has Miguel Cairo done best to put the White Sox in a position to win eight of the last 11? Well, what the players do best for him. The players are playing great for him. I think every time you manage it and you put pieces on the field, the players are going to dictate how good a manager you are or not. If you put people on the field, they perform, they do a great manager. If you don't, obviously you're not the great manager. I think they did. It's just, uh, I think a lot of people, I hate when players say, oh, we play loose, we like it, we love it. Yeah, because you guys are winning. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago, I think Rick Venturia was the best manager in the game. You know, they love it. I'm going to miss it. Uh, the Tony Russo come back and Tony Russo two week, two two days later I said, this is all oh, we love him like a like a father. Uh, we are family. I say that's a bunch of crap. I hate it. I do hate it because a hypocrite. That's a hypocrite thing. Why? You you cannot treat Tony. Oh, he's like our father because you only know Tony for two weeks. Okay. Now they know Miguel Cairo is a bench coach. When he was a bench coach, never said anything because I think Tony don't listen to anyone. That's what I hear. Okay, but. I love Miguel Cairo doing a tremendous job. Believe me, doing a tremendous job. Take this ball club in in the heat and make them play the way they make it. I don't know what he did inside the dugout in the clubhouse, but every every move we make, I just text him every every night after the game. Every night after the game, takes a great job because he asked me like about it. Hey, make sure you tell me what I did wrong, what I did right. Say, man, this guy has been moving the piece. Not because they've been winning. Not because of that. No, I think you're moving the, the right piece in the right time and the people and the player respond the way it should be. If Tony coming back and players play the way they play for Miguel Cairo, Tony, people are going to forget how Tony, how bad he was. Because Tony has been pretty bad this year. Yes, he was. Yes, there's no doubt about it. But it's not, I'm not going to blame Tony for all this bad summer because players, look at the stats. Look at the stats, guys. They even close to us what it was. No one. No. Maybe because Jose hit it through 320, but he got only 40 home runs with 40 something RBI. Yes. Nobody, nobody. That's, 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 that's the play. This. Okay, it's easy to manage the team when they play good. It's, you know, hard to manage it. That's not Tony's fault, guys, not hitting. 
You know what I mean? That, that it's just like, hey, you do this, you do that. They don't go and perform. Then we cannot blame Tony. I think, uh, yes, I do blame Tony sometimes because he's marching. He's not making the right move, and period. But uh, I think the offense laid the White Sox down so far. Now they wake up, and I think they, they continue. I think to, last night, again, I say in the show, Chuck, I never say, I never thought I would say this with this ball club. Last night, I think it's a turnaround night for the White Sox for the rest of the season. Ozzy, uh, David and I appreciate your time. Final question, the rule changes. Uh, as one of the best defensive players uh, during uh, the time that you played the game, what do you think about the uh, no-shifting rule coming in next year and, and telling players where they must play rather than uh, – Letting people uh, move around the way they they did in the past. I tell you what, I think I think I think that Major League Baseball tried to put the nose everywhere. You would have told me, I'm the manager of my ball club. I can play nine guys behind the plate if I want to. Why they take me? You know why? Why am the manager for? Okay, you show how bad the hitters are right now when they cannot make an adjustment hitting the ball opposite way. Okay, that's the one thing about it. I I I I think they, they I think they can do whatever they want. I'm not into it. Uh, they say more. They want to make the game quicker. I love the clock. I love it. Why? Because I work on TV. I want to get out of here the quickest I can. I love it. <laughs> I say oh, they should put five seconds. Five seconds. Let's go do it. But, but one thing I don't like about Major League Baseball, and they say I know because players get hurt, and players they protect the player because they make so much money right now. I think they have to let the players play the game. Slide second base, break double plays. It's lying home plate, get her at the plate. That's what only people want to watch, and they're not doing that. But the only thing about this this game situation is the only thing I like, for real, is just the uh, the time guy you got to throw the ball, and and do all this stuff. And uh, you know I know I'm not with the with the with the with the rule with the guy got to face three three batters. And sometimes the game's longer because that, because all of a sudden you you got the guy getting killed, and you can change it because you got to leave him there, and 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 that stuff. But I do love, I love, I love, I love, I love it. They 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 get the ball and throw, get the ball and throw. We think about it. You're not going to be a better pitcher and take it 20 minutes throwing the ball and to take it two seconds to throw the ball. Uh, I love that. I love that rule. But and another ones, people go to like it, people don't. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan about it. Ozzy, you're the best. Thank you for joining us on a Saturday. Enjoy the game tonight and, and keep up the snappy dressing. Hey, it's funny, Tony. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I just dressed like that. Yesterday. You know what? I, I was wearing a uh, big cop and sport coat yesterday. <laughs> 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 and I love it. All right, guys. Love you guys. Take All care. Right. All right. Thanks, Ozzy. Ozzy Gian, you can find him on the premium post. On NBC Sports Chicago, you can also hear him every Wednesday morning on the Mullen Hall Show at 7:20. Great segment, Bruce. We'll keep it going. I want to get into this rules, these rules changes that uh, MLB announced yesterday. Ozzy alluded to them. Good question by you. We'll talk about that when we get back. It's Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. We're we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back with more Inside the Clubhouse with Bruce Levine and David Haw on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, a radio.com sports station presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I mean, for sure. Um, you know, if these rules are put into place and they don't work uh, or the game doesn't look the way everybody wants it to, um, then yeah, it's possible. Um, but I think that was the, the player's point of view was that we would rather move slowly um, and make sure the game uh, looks the way the game looks now and, and keep making changes if we needed to um, in a stricter direction as opposed to going all the way strict and then working backwards from there. Welcome back inside the clubhouse. Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. David Hall, Bruce Levine. That was the voice of Ian Happ, the Cubs player representative, reacting to the rule changes that will take effect in the 2023 season announced on Friday, Bruce. Pitch timer, pitch clock, 15 seconds, 20 when runners on base. There's ban, There's a ban of the shift. The defensive shift uh, is now limited, and there will be bigger bases. And part of those uh, changes were voted on the MLB's Joint Competition Committee, a, void, a voting body consisting of four active players, six members appointed by the league, and one umpire. A lot of controversy, many opinions, Bruce. What one stands out to you in terms of what you like or dislike, and what one do you think will have the most effect on the game? Well, I'll start at the end. Uh, the most effect it will have on the game is uh, shortening the game's 20 minutes, okay, uh, by uh, having a pitch clock. 15 seconds, and then 20 seconds if a man's on base, uh, not letting the pitcher throw over more than a couple times or even step off. Uh, all those will impact the game. Uh, and should create a two-hour and 45-minute game. That, that's the goal, maybe 250. Uh, right now, we're, we've been at the average of 310 for the last five years. It's way too much, way too much time. So this will quicken up the game. Hopefully, it'll add more offense, more spark to the game, less uh, guys stepping out and uh, scratching their head or uh, any other part of their anatomy. Uh, from, from all of that, I think that's going to be the most impactful uh, the one I dislike the most, I like at the same time, okay? So I'm I'm with and I'm against shifting, defensive shifting, okay? I, I think that um, it's taken a lot of life out of the game as far as uh, the great hitters like Anthony Rizzo uh, being uh, punished for having six guys in one area uh, and, and him not being the hitter that he was. Yes, people should learn how to hit the other way, but it's easier said than done. Uh, I, I, but at the same time, uh, taking away the strategy of the game by saying you can't play in a certain area in the field is something for the first time in 146 years that's never been done before, where you tell people where they can or can't play. It's, uh, I, it, I have a real problem with that. It's absurd. 
it's like yeah. Ozzy said, if a manager is a good enough manager or wants to uh, execute a strategy that involves research that shows that a left-handed hitter, when you throw him a breaking pitch, hits 9 out of 10 baseballs to the right side of the infield, then that is exactly the way you would respond. And if you do respond that way, then it's up to that le- that left-handed hitter to find a way to hit against the shift. That's also strategy. That's also uh, talent and skill. And I think that is what bothers me about that to enforce change. I get it, but I don't like it at all. No ambiguity there. Look, the pitch clock, it's working in minor league baseball. It's a reality for major league baseball. It's progress. I know we always say, well, you know what? The romantic thing about baseball is that it's a game without a clock. Forget that stuff. Give me a clock. We're all on a time schedule. We all got to get somewhere fast. All right? Baseball. 15 seconds between pitches. That's great, Bruce. That is progress. I guess. Look, (laughs) when I was a younger man, which was many years ago, even yesterday, I was much younger. Um, The the greatest game I was ever at was uh, when I was about 14. Cubs played uh, the Dodgers in a doubleheader on a Sunday, and there was a rain delay, and I was at the ballpark for like eight hours, okay? And I said, this is heaven, okay? I'm at a double header. There's a rain delay. I can go get a frosty malt. I can get a, uh, I can get a hot dog. I can get semi-sick from the food at the time, which wasn't very good. And um, I can be at the ballpark. This is what I want to do the rest of my life if I can have a career in this. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to be able to, to eventually have a career as a broadcaster and be around the game. So to me, there's, there is a romantic thing about being at the game uh, for eight or nine hours a day. But in our modern era, Bruce, how we you're live, me tear up here. just let Come me on. finish. Let me, let me finish. Our modern era, how everybody lives and how everybody rushes around and everybody works two jobs and every, every minute is filled. Baseball doesn't fit into that schedule for three hours and 10 minutes. It might for 250. Uh, it might get people's m- more interest to come and show up. There's other problems that baseball has other than the fact that people don't want to sit for three hours and 10 minutes. That is, they lost a 10-year period of a fan base. Uh, many people do not go attend baseball games. They watch games differently, and that's that's a, a separate problem. But Quickening up the games uh, by making the pitchers throw quicker and the batters stay in the box is a good idea. I agree. Well put. Didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just kind of teasing you because you're getting uh, all nostalgic on me here, and I like it when you do that because there is romance in baseball, and nobody puts it into words better than our next guest, Pat Hughes, the Cubs Hall of Famer, our teammate here at the score, the voice of the Cubs. We will talk to him when we return on Inside the Clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 to score. We're back with more Inside the Clubhouse with Bruce Levine and David Haw on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, a radio.com sports station presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Clubhouse, David Haw, Bruce Levine here uh, for a final segment trying to reach Pat Hughes. He's getting inducted into the Cubs Hall of Fame today, so I'm sure that he is very busy out at Wrigley Field. The Cubs back in action today against the Giants Day game here on the score. Marcus Stroman, Logan Webb, that is going to be a good matchup. The Cubs won yesterday 4-2 to against uh, Carlos Rodon and the Giants. 
Bruce, I thought it was interesting before we uh, get to uh, Pat trying to reach him. Carlos Rodon on the mound, did he look comfortable? Did he look good to you on the Wrigley Field mound? Do you think that could be a precursor of things to come if he were indeed to opt out of that contract in the offseason? Well, he's going to opt out of that contract. Uh, you know, again, he had he signed a two-year deal with the Giants for $42 million, I believe, and he can opt out after the first year. And this will be, keep your fingers crossed, uh, there's three weeks left, four weeks left in the season, his first healthy season ever, okay? And you're talking about two dominant seasons, one that went five months last year where he was arguably uh, – among the top two or three pitchers in the game, making his first all-star game, making his second all-star game this year. Again, you know, leading the league in strikeouts, uh, being dominant every time he goes out there, a buzz created when a Carlos Rodon pitches. So the, the question is, does he, does he go somewhere for three years, four years, five years? Uh, what, what exactly is going to be the time variable for Carlos Rodon? And, does he fit in the – is he – okay, David, I'll rephrase the whole thing. Is he your next John Lester on the north side of Chicago? It's a fair question. It's worth debating, and it's worth addressing if you are Jed Hoyer and Carter Hawkins. You, you're never going to get the duplicate for a guy as accomplished as John Lester was when he came to the Cubs. But he was a difference maker in terms of being a veteran who led by example, who did his best on the mound to – provide that production and Carlos Rodon is one of those guys that you wonder if he is past some of these other issues and just as I say that I know something will come up but you know you don't want to jinx him but Bruce how about this statistic courtesy of Mark Potash a buddy at the Sun Times he tweeted out last night and you maybe already realize this Carlos Rodon has pitched more innings now 162 and two-thirds than any White Sox starter (laughs) and the worry was in letting him go durability Right. Well, you know, uh, again, uh, it, it's getting up there on, uh, on, on him pitching the most uh, that he can. So from all that, uh, I think that um, he's going to be an interesting offseason person for sure. Uh, we, we're going to be able to uh, call right now through to Pat Hughes. Uh, Sean, we can uh, give him a buzz and see if we can get him on because Pat has just finished. Uh, his induction over at Wrigley Field in the Hall of Fame. But, uh, David, you know, it, it's, it's a great question. I mean, uh, how, how valuable is he going forward? And still at age 29, is, is he 29 chronologically? But how old is his arm? Hmm. Well, I think that's a big question. Durability always going to be a concern, but he is definitely worth exploring for a Cubs team that cannot have enough pitching. Hayden Wisniewski was great this week in relief. Maybe he's a future starter projected. Caleb Killian could be on the way. You have Justin Steele and Keegan Thompson. And, of course, you add that to Marcus Stroman and Kyle Hendricks. You can say, where could you fit Carlos Rodon? You find a spot. You find a spot for a left-handed potential ace, a guy that can fire like Carlos Rodon can fire. So I think that would be a great problem to have if you are the Chicago Cubs. But right now, let's go to our guest hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. We're trying to effort Pat Hughes. He's a busy guy out there. So I guess we will wait until see if, uh, if Pat, uh, I thought we had him. We don't have him, but the pregame is here on the score at 1245. We'll keep yeah, trying well, to get Pat Hughes. 
Bruce, what about Hayden Wesneski? How surprised were you at his debut this week? Five innings, really solid baseball. Uh, he's a guy that um, they got in the Scotty Efros deal, and Tommy Hadovy said they have high expectations for him. Yeah, well, look, there, there's a lot of guys uh, that, you know, you saw a sod pitch this, this last couple weeks. You've seen the ascension of uh, Steele and Thompson all year. There, there's a lot to, to be happy about if you're a Cub fan and thinking about the cachet of young pitchers that are coming along in the organization. So from all of that, uh, it's it's really, uh, it should be the, the reverse of the rebuild from the past. I mean, you, you look at, you look at the, the situation, how they build around position players in the last rebuild and plugged in the veteran pitching. This is going to be the, the other way around. And uh, as Jed Hoyer said about a week ago, uh, you know, we continue to think that we're going to need 10, 12 pitchers, starting pitchers, you know, every year uh, going forward to uh, be able to have viable guys out there and avoid injuries as part of, uh, you know, derailing what we're trying to do. All right, Bruce, so before we get out of here, we want to shift gears. Uh, I apologize for not having to be able to connect with Pat Hughes. We will definitely talk oh, to him, but you want to stay here yes. at the score. 1245 is the pregame show. Bruce, White Sox, Lance Lynn, Adrian Martinez today for the A's. Okay, yeah. we'll go okay. to Pat Hughes. Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll get Pat Hughes hooked up since we have him. Pat, good morning. Congratulations on getting into the Cubs Hall of Fame. Are you there? And how would you describe your emotions this morning? Um, are we on the air live? Yes, Pat. Hello. Welcome to welcome to Inside the Clubhouse. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's Bruce and Dave. Is that who I'm talking to? Yes, it is. Thanks, guys. No, very, very exciting. Um, amazing. Having all the Hall of Famers here and Lee Smith and Billy Williams and Ryan Sandberg and Andre Dawson, Rick Sutcliffe, uh, and then to go in with Jose Cardinal, and they unveiled a nice plaque that they put up on the Hall of Fame brick wall here uh, at Wrigley, and um, I just, uh, I'm so very proud to be in there with other broadcasters, Harry Carey and Jack Brickhouse, two legendary figures, and, and I'm not sure how I got here, but I'm very happy to be here. Pat, uh, we're, we're certainly up against the clock, so uh, David and I all have one question each. And mine is, of all the calls you made outside of the World Series call, that great call, what, what do you remember most? What, what, what's the most uh, memorable call that you have memory of your long 27-year career with the Chicago Cubs as their uh, voice? Well, I don't really uh, sit around and think about that. I think about the next call that I have to make, and we – we have a ball game today, so I'll be uh, working that one. But if you are asking, they were probably calls that didn't even involve a play. Uh, at the end of the World Series, I said, uh, Cub fans, you are going to remember where you are right now for the rest of your life. That was right before the last out. And when the Cubs beat the Cardinals in the NLDS round in 2015, late in the game, the atmosphere was incredible at Wrigley. And I said, Cub fans, I wish all of you could be right here at this moment. So I guess those would be two that are very special because it allowed me to communicate directly to Cub fans. And I, I've heard from a lot of fans, and they, they seem to like that moment, and I'm very proud that I said those, those two. Pat, we're happy to 
be your teammates. We're proud of your success in 60 seconds. Can you talk about just what uh, this Cubs season, in, in terms of trying to be th this rebuild and, and comparing it to the last one, have you seen signs that you believe that this is headed in the right direction? Well, sure. Uh, th there are signs every single day. Uh, you know, just thinking about yesterday's game, Brandon Hughes came in from the bullpen, uh, saved the game, got some key outs. He's really matured and developed. He just made his big league debut this season, and he seems like a, a veteran. Nico Horner had another big home run yesterday. He just gets better and better, and he's going to be a star if he's not already. But, um, you know, just, that's just yesterday's game. But you see a lot of other young guys coming up. I think the raw talent of Chris Morrell is amazing. And some of the uh, starting pitchers, Keegan Thompson and Justin Steele, they've been promising. But it'll be a very busy and I think prosperous offseason for the Chicago Cubs. They really do. And I think next year, I'll be surprised if we are not a solid contender. You're the best, Pat. Congratulations. Thank you for joining us this morning. Have a great call today. Pat Hughes, the Cubs Hall of Famer. Pre-game on the score with Zach Zabin, 1245. Marcus Stroman, Logan Webb at Wrigley Field, the game at 120. You are listening to Inside the Clubhouse. Bruce, this has been a fun show. We have a lot of people to thank. We do indeed. Ozzie Gein, uh, certainly the, the great uh, pre- and post-game uh, host of uh, White Sox baseball. Uh, Jose Cardinal, uh, Jim Avojkovic, who helped us get Jose, as well as Pat Hughes. Uh, also, uh, a great job by uh, Sean Sears, who did a great job for us. Nice recovery there. A little awkward at the end, but a tremendous show. Thank you much, David. People can follow me on Twitter at MLB Bruce Levine and our website, 670thescore.com. Have a great week. Mullion Hall on Monday morning, 5.30. We will break down the Bears opener tomorrow on the lakefront against the San Francisco 49ers. Steve Rosenblum is next. Mark Grody will be talking Bears as Steve's guest leading up the Cubs at 12.45. For Bruce Levine, I'm David Haw and Sean Sears. Thank you for listening to Inside the Clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.